You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This is the show about our marriage. And our money. On this episode, we're talking about our tax return, which we can already talk about because Chris is crazy and filed so early that we got our return by January 29th. Yep. (laughs) Plus, we're sharing the outcome of our 2016 financial summit and answering a listener question about what to do when an employer stops offering a 401k match. All right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Life Lately. I'm sick again. Super awesome. <laughs> Same old story. Kids are waking up super early. Cedric is sleeping. Dash is waking up super early. We're sick. Cedric was sick. <laughs> we stayed home for work. Moving on. <laughs> 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 is there anything else? Oh, I know. We have a pizza cooling on the stove, so we're going to keep things yeah. snappy. <laughs> you all are our last priority here. <laughs> Pizza's first priority. Um, the house got clean today. Yeah. Which is amazing. The lawn is done. The house is clean. The kids are asleep. You're leaving tomorrow. Yes. I have a one night away in Sedona for a work thing. So that'll be nice. Solo parenting, which will be awesome. Yes. And I'm kind of, I'm feeling a little bit homebody-ish. Like I kind of don't want to be away from you and the boys, but I know it'll be really fun and actually just... You know, just the drive and getting to listen to podcasts and maybe drink a coffee sounds kind mm-hmm. of wonderful. Waking up with no responsibilities on mm-hmm. Sunday morning and yes. being in Sedona in February is pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty sweet. Yes, it's pretty awesome. So it's my first, is it my first, it's my first time away from both boys. Is it really? Yeah, you've had, you've done it several times. Huh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's true. Yeah. Um, this kind of this kind of goes along with our money, but I did kind of just want to mention briefly, which I think we've mentioned before, just about our budget, but just the house being so wonderfully clean. Getting the house clean professionally once a month is something that we have made room for in our budget mm-hmm. and something that I love and get so much satisfaction out of. Yeah, it's a little painful for me because I, I know it's it's money that we... Certainly could save because we can totally mm-hmm. do it on our own because we have the time. But at, at, at the same time, they do an incredible job. Yeah. And uh, it's a hundred. Well, ninety dollars a month. We tip them up to a hundred. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. It, and it it's a cleaning that lasts quite a bit longer. Yeah. Than if we it do just it, on our own. it just leaves us feeling so motivated to keep the house clean. And I think that the, just when it's done all at one time, it's, it can be hard to do all at one time with the boys underfoot and stuff. And you said we have the time. I mean, we can make the time, but, you know, on the weekends, I would rather have the time to just be at the park and just be hanging out. And there's already a lot going on in terms of trying to like prep meals and grocery shop. I mean, we still are doing a lot of other, you know, chores and household maintenance yeah, there's a way to look at it like it's an investment mm-hmm. and maybe it's just rationalizing, but the time you don't spend the two to three to four hours, mm-hmm. whatever it be to, to clean the house, probably not that much, Yeah. Um, to clean the house or do the lawn because we also have the lawn mm-hmm. done every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, we could spend that time podcasting or blogging mm-hmm. and those are creative pursuits that bring satisfaction mm-hmm. and perhaps 
one day income if we Maybe. turn them into different sorts of products and things. Yeah. And so that might be a worthwhile investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. It is a worthwhile investment we've, for us. We've decided it is for us, and I get a lot of satisfaction <laughs> over having those done. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to talking about our money. Okay. So we mentioned that we get, we're getting a tax return. Mm-hmm. What are we doing with our ta- How much did we get and what are we doing with it? So we got 3,800 roughly dollars okay. back. Um, I, I had, we talked about this before where we went in and, and played with our W2s to try right. and not get a tax return back, but we had done that mid year. Mm-hmm. Like I only decided to do that, to do that mid year. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't adjusted things such that we would not get too many taxes taken out resulting in a tax return. Um, and because I do things crazy early, um, we already have it and it's already invested <laughs> and it's already <laughs> gone where it's supposed to go. We're already on to 2016 taxes. 2015 yeah. taxes are now a distant memory. Yeah. So, so the breakdown is, is straightforward. Um, out of the 3,800, a thousand has already gone to the, our house savings. Mm-hmm. Our investment were, Vanguard investment account. Yep. And 2000 roughly is earmarked for painting the ex- exterior of the house, which right. has to get done this year because it's flaking off and looking bad mm-hmm. and just has to get done. Um, the other 800 was, I was thinking we might break up into our personal savings just mm-hmm. to buffer our savings accounts, not to necessarily spend, but just, ha- just to mm-hmm. have the money around. But um, it's turning out that, you know, as always comes up, there mm-hmm. are things that we necessarily must buy. So for example, we just spent, roughly $200 on a new car seat because Cedric is outgrowing his smaller car seat. Outgrew it a few months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, little buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, so, so that's an expense and we had to buy some other household items and things, uh, you know, your standard target trip, things like this. Um, so yeah, so we're spending that money. Some Mm -hmm. of it's going just into Mm -hmm. our savings Mm -hmm. and it's just sitting there. Um, but a lot of it's getting spent on things like that. But, the majority of it, I guess, you know, invested and then going to, to an expense, painting the house, but something we had planned on doing and, um, you know, and spending in kind of an investment for the house. So I feel like the majority of it we are spending in good ways or saving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something we have to do, like painting the house just actually might be an HOA thing too like we can't let it get too decrepit yeah although <laughs> i mean our house compared to some others in the neighborhood there are some other houses that you could use some painting before ours this is kind of getting into a little bit neighborhood newsy which yeah, is yeah, yeah. which i do well on my girl next door podcast but yeah you got some got some neighborhood have you seen the you dude's house about? down the street which one um there's a lot <laughs> okay down there's a street adjacent to our house and there is a, an elderly man or couple mm. um, who has slowly transformed his house into some oh. sort of gothic-themed thing happening. Where Turquoise, gothic-themed. Yeah, so he started painting the rocks. He's got various boulders in his yard. Painted turquoise. Painted, yeah. Pa- and, and I think it's meant to look like, you know, coppery, like old mm-hmm. copper, age, aged copper, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he started by painting a few of them, mm-hmm. and that was it. And then he started painting all of them. And then he started putting metal designed plates up on, on his house mm-hmm. and also painted copper. And now he's added to them. And I kid you not, there are four to five gold dragons affixed to his home. You know what? I like it. No, I, 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 he is bringing some personality. And you know what? But it's not, it's not our style, but it's not done junky. I mean, like, like there's a lot of intention in it. 
oh, there's a lot of intention <laughs> in it. That's for sure. And it's like cohesive. So, you know, it, maybe I'm glad that this guy is not our, you know, next door neighbor. But but some other people are not taking as much pride in their house exterior and front yard as this guy. So, you know what? I'm giving him a thumbs up. Fine. I appreciate <laughs> that he has pride. I would suggest that the theme is perhaps overwrought at this point. <laughs> but maybe, well, I guess we shouldn't take a picture. I was going to say we could. No, no. <laughs> Just imagine um, Celtic style turquoise metal plates and at least a dozen to two dozen turquoise rocks and then four to five gold dragons of sizable proportions on I the man's house. <laughs> but you know, we, we don't know this neighbor personally. I'm sure they're a very nice person. I said nothing about whether they're nice or not. I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> I'm just suggesting that dragons are... <laughs> but dragons are down the street. Dragons are down the street. <laughs> um, okay, we also wanted to share, we had shared, I, I think it was back um, November or December, that I got a 4% raise mm-hmm. that was going to kick in in January. And so that has um, kicked in. Um, on my second paycheck of that. And I had been kind of unsure of what I would do with that extra money. I think it has come out to being about $100 a month mm-hmm. extra that I'm getting. Yeah. And I'm pretty proud of myself. I have decided to put all of that towards my 403B account. This is, um, I have a 401k that my employer matches. And then I also have a an additional 403B that's completely voluntary. I was already putting about $120 per paycheck yeah. into that. And now I upped it to put $170 yes. per paycheck. Yes. So that mm-hmm. takes care of the 100 extra dollars that I'm getting per month. So, um, you know, it would have been really nice to be getting that extra $100, you know, throw into my savings throw into just our joint checking account for those extra expenses that come up but I'm pretty proud of myself for deciding to go you know putting it away and it's a it's a big deal I mean that that ups our overall savings rate and it's twelve hundred dollars more a month a year rather that Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. that will go into our overall pot so it's nice because it's it's one of those times where um it was an unexpected yeah thing it came through and then you can always the thing is, and this is the case for everyone, you can always easily live up to your means. Yes. But if, if you're already like in a situation where you're saving and you get that extra cash, if you can just hold on to that little bit of discipline and mm-hmm. just pretend like it never came and yep. just throw it into automate exactly. the, the savings into your 403B, whatever, um, then you eventually will forget that it came, mm-hmm. but it will slowly build in your account. And that's so satisfying. Yeah. yeah. So it feels good. So soon, soon I'll have forgotten that I even got that raise. But it, it did just feel like I was at this point where it's like, okay, I kind of want to keep this or maybe I should just like keep half for myself. And I was like, no, no, I can always easily go in at any time during the year and adjust that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep, feels good. great. Good job. Okay. So also really quickly, we had our 2016 financial summit, mm-hmm. went over some stuff. And so do you want to share some updates from that? Sure. It was very productive. We talked about all of the, actually, basically, the how many final financial pressures we'll have yeah, this year. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a kind of a big spending year. Yeah. So, um, I w- like we mentioned, we're painting the house, so that's got to happen, and that's a couple thousand. 
Um, who knows what other things will break down or expenses come up, but we have a fair amount of travel coming up. So Mm -hmm. my best friend is getting married, which is awesome. Congratulations, Um, Avi. Yeah. And Kristen. Yeah. Um, So that'll happen later in the year, but that will include travel to Texas to celebrate that. I'm the best man. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also a bachelor party, which I'm planning for him, which Mm -hmm. um, will be super classy and cool. uh, Mm -hmm. But probably not inexpensive. (laughs) And so we have to plan for those expenses. Also, as we mentioned before, I'm going on sabbatical in the latter half of the year. And part of that will include travel to New Zealand. Yes. Which we've decided to do for sure. Yes. So we are very excited. And what we are still deciding, but I think we're mostly decided we've, we're thinking that it's just going to be you and me going and not bringing the boys. Yeah. It was an option that we hadn't even been considering. And then you threw it out there. I was feeling pretty anxious about this very, very long flight with our two little boys. And just in terms of just the management of them, that being such a huge time change, such a different place and whether um, kind of all that management and stress might be worth it for a trip that they won't remember. I mean, I I am all about doing new experiences for our family and exposing them to things really young, but for such a big trip for all the money. Um, So anyway, when you kind of threw that out there, I thought, oh my gosh, a trip, just the two of us, that actually sounds amazing as opposed to something that I feel kind of stressed about. So yeah, yeah, so we're figuring out our babysitting situation and um, yeah, we'll we'll bring updates as we plan. Yeah, yeah. And we can leverage lots of things to make it not expensive trip and especially yeah. if now like Cedric would have been free for a ticket and Dash we would have had to pay for mm-hmm. but if it's just the two of us that frees up yeah. you know whatever it'll be a thousand plus for mm-hmm. one ticket so um it makes it makes financial sense okay and so did you already share what all this big travel what that's how that's impacting our savings goal no. sorry I guess I kind of tuned you out <laughs> <laughs> what else is new um no so uh our Year by year goal is um, twenty thousand dollars savings yep. towards the house through five years up to a hundred thousand dollars. Right, so we did that last year. We were all excited. This year, with all these pressures, hopefully we can squeak it out somehow with mm-hmm. extra work in the summer or whatever. But being realistic, knowing what we have to spend on all this, we decided to shoot for sixteen k. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not too much of a hit, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but we'll see how it works. We've actually done a good job these first couple of months getting money into the yeah. account, we've already actually contributed $3,500. Whoa, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. That's really awesome. You're, I get emails from Vanguard. It feels like every day, like you've scheduled another, you've scheduled another transfer, you've scheduled another transfer. So you are, you are on it. Um, and so initially, you know, having this lower goal, we were like, oh, we really want to be making 20,000 every year. And this is just our second year. But then, you know, we kind of talked about, all this, you know, big stuff, it would be if we were just had the wedding or just had the New Zealand or just had the painting the house, but we have all these things in one year, they're all good things. They're all, you know, it's just kind of life. But so we talked about that then in 2017, it's going to be about getting back on track. Yeah. No big house projects. We shouldn't have any big travel. Um, so anyway. And we got, we have a couple other irons in the fire that might help us make up some of that money. For example, my book got published at the end of the year last yeah. year and it is actively on sale. Mm-hmm. Visit my blog mm-hmm. to learn more. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> but, uh, um, it's already selling and, and that won't be 
you know, that's not pulling in thousands or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, it'll, it'll be a little bit to help make up the losses. Yep. Okay. So let's move on to our listener question. This was a question from Misty. Thank you so much for writing in. I hope this isn't too late because you asked it a while ago, but so um, Misty shared that her employer um, for both she and her husband, they work for the same company are not going to be matching their 401ks in 2016 due to the downturn in the economy. And she was wondering, should they bump up their own contributions to their 401k to counteract that match that they won't be getting? Or if it, since it's just supposed to be for a year that the company's not matching, should they instead put that money elsewhere, like paying off a car or paying some extra into the mortgage? And so they were wondering about that. And so we have thought about this and talked about this. And why don't you start off with our advice? Yeah. So it's a, it's a really good question. The thing with the these sorts of retirement plans, so 401ks, 403bs, and the like, um, you ha- they, are, they are income deferral, and so they're pre-tax dollars. So any contributions you make into these accounts up to a limit will reduce your taxable income. And so it's it's a nice, that's a major tax advantage. Mm-hmm. And so that's it's usually, most people would probably say like, that is the first thing you do is is max that out as best as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Get your taxable income as low as possible. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and I generally agree with that. I don't, we don't necessarily do that actually. I think there are situations mm-hmm. where you might not. But so in this case, if you have the room to bump up the percentage that you're contributing yourself, I think that's great because it's per person. The limit is eighteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars of deferrals, or like the amount of money that you could put into your four hundred one k per year. Mm-hmm. It's the same last year as it is this year for twenty sixteen, and so for a couple, it's thirty six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So, I mean, like if you make a hundred k combined, mm-hmm. then you drop your income by a third, mm-hmm. uh, taxable income by a third, and you put all that big chunk into saving for retirement. Yeah. So it's a it's a great tax benefit. You put a lot more money that can grow over time for retirement. Yeah. Um so I think it's I think the best way to go my my suggestion our suggestion would be to to max yeah. your 401k um not necessarily paying off other debt. Yeah, and I think just um, other places that you could put the money, like mentioning a car or towards a mortgage, well, a car, that's not a long-term investment. That is depreciating. And so while it might be great to have it paid off, um, that money is ultimately going to grow and come back to you many fold if it's going to be in your 401k. Um, putting something towards the mortgage, I mean, you know, it seems like the money that you would contribute over one year you know, isn't going to make a huge difference in your mortgage. You know, if it was something like it was a student loan debt or a debt that you could take, okay, for this one year, we're going to knock this out. I, I could see maybe that. But if it's something you're not going to just totally eliminate, it does seem like just sucking that money away where it's going to have the longest time to grow, you know, lowering your taxable income. So I'm 99% sure that the tax benefit you get from reducing your taxable income by contributing more to your 401k mm-hmm. would be way, way better than the deduction that you get out of um, like what you pay towards oh, your house. Cause you can, you know, you count right, your right, right. house payments and things mm-hmm. um, as part of your deductions. And, and I'm sure that those are not even comparable. So I think mm-hmm. it's probably much better to go 401k. Yeah. yeah. I hope that's helpful, Misty. And we'd love to hear what you guys decided to do. Um, and 
we wanted to give a little update. We have gotten some really awesome contributions, some um, submissions to be matrimony featured listeners. And Chris and I have been discussing those and planning for upcoming episodes. So look for those. We just want to thank everyone who already submitted. And if you would like to be a matrimony featured listener and get a little bit more in-depth advice about your kind of whole financial picture, just go to our website, Love and Matrimony. Look for the link on the left that says be a matrimony featured listener and you can submit your information there. Maybe our first uh, one will be next podcast, possibly. Maybe so. Let's let's do a little powwow. Make that happen. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our one big thing. I think that I've gone first the past couple of times, so I think you should go first. Okay. Well, I didn't have one prepared before we planned this out tonight. What else is new? I know. <laughs> and I haven't had any big, thoughtful conversations because I haven't been able to see my friend recently. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I thought I'd dole out um, the best piece of advice I've ever gotten in my entire life uh, that I use and I share with other <laughs> colleagues and with my students. What? Yours are just always so big and lofty and mine will be like, I had this great scone the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not mine, but I did actually have a great scone this morning. Tangent. <laughs> that It doesn't say anything about you compared to me okay. at all. <laughs> <laughs> what that I appreciate the small things in life? No. Yes, I don't know. What's happening? Can you please share your one big thing? Did I'm trying. <laughs> There's pizza waiting. <laughs> okay. Um my one big thing is begin before you're ready. Oh, so, I love that advice. And so I yeah, I I got a book. I received a book from my program director when I first came on as an assistant professor. Oh, I think I've seen that book in your office. Yeah, and it actually fr- frankly I didn't really read much of it, but there was a chapter. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I've got all I need to know just from the cover. I know. So <laughs> yeah, actually and there was one chapter called Begin Before You're Ready, and I I don't think I actually read the chapter either. <laughs> but you were too busy beginning. You were like, I don't need to know all this. I'm ready. I, I, Yeah, I got everything I needed out of it. But the, the point is, most of the time, I, people, prob- people shortchange themselves. Mm-hmm. And whenever there is an opportunity or, or just the chance f- to start working on something, mm-hmm. um, people often think that they need to take fur- further steps. Yeah, or- like they might need like further credentials or they need to work on it a little bit more. I'm just not organized. I'm not ready enough. I've, I've seen that too. I, I love to read kind of professional self-help and different kind of books like that. And that is a message that I have seen time and time again, mm-hmm. I think. Like you're never going to feel 100% ready. There's no way I could fail. Like you're always going to be a little bit nervous. Yeah. And, pr- and most of the time you probably are actually ready. And even mm-hmm. if you're not, fuck it. Go ahead and start. Sure. And I think um, n- not directly, but this actually in certain ways, this, this might affect women more than men mm-hmm. um, because it there's literature on, on how women actually might shortchange themselves or mm-hmm. be more, you know. I think I've seen, I you know, I can't cite the particular study, but I have seen things that say, you know, men tend to apply for or think they're qualified for a job if they have, you know, some percentage and it was much less than 100, you know, qualifications, whereas women think they need, 
much higher, like 80% and above versus a man who might say, hey, I have 50% of these. I can do this job. Exactly. Exactly. And so everyone should adopt adopt that attitude. Even if you have 20% of the requirements, go ahead and begin because Mm -hmm. all that will happen is you'll fail and you'll try again. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, most of the time you probably actually are ready to go. Uh, And so I constantly am taking that advice and I'm constantly offering it to my students and Mm -hmm. colleagues. And and most of the time um, it's well worth it. Awesome. That's it. All right. Little pep talk from Chris. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think my one big thing uh, it's exercise. I've just been getting into a really good exercise routine lately and mm-hmm. I'm just feeling good. I'm been making it consistently to my two orange theory classes. I did that all throughout January and I've started off February well. And then just this week I found a running buddy in our neighborhood. I am so excited. <laughs> um, I've been wanting to add a third workout to my routine, but I just wasn't sure when I could fit it in. I've been wanting to start running again, but it's just so dark in the mornings and at night. And even though we live in like one of the safest towns in the country, yeah. I just my imagination runs wild and it's just so much nicer with someone else. So yeah. anyway, we went running. It was really enjoyable. And so I'm just kind of just feels so good to be back into it, you know, here, you know, a year and a little bit more out from having my second baby. I'm just feeling good again. I just I feel like myself when I'm exercising and just feeling fit so yeah feels good and you're looking very fit (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness okay um if you have questions questions for us please email us at hey matrimony m-o-n-e-y at gmail.com leave us some love on itunes we love your reviews and that just helps other people find the show or maybe you will share it with a friend a colleague um who else could they share it with? <laughs> someone who's someone who doesn't think they're ready, but they actually are. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't think you're ready to share our podcast with others, <laughs> you are. Share Please share widely. <laughs> so go grab a pizza, have a financial summit, and uh, we're reminding you to love your honey, not your money. have you been sick on that we've recorded all (laughs) you're listening to matrimony i'm kelsey and i'm chris this is oh wait stop